Hey, welcome to the Republic Forum. I'm Jeff, and with me tonight is Mr. Bobby, Bobby James. James. Yep, so I didn't forget. You know, I I had Tom and Tim last weekend, and, you know, you had the, had the, had the day off, which was fine. And, uh, hey, we had a great time. We talked about golf. I haven't been out, if anybody's interested, to play golf. Uh, not that anybody would be. It, I'm not a fan, but that's okay. You know, they are, and they had, we had a wonderful time. So, uh, hey, listen, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, before we get into politics, or of course, this might be politics, you know, but uh, the uh, Willimantic Wyndham Town budget, it looks like we're uh, going to get a 1.26 mil increase. You know, I, I think this is absolutely absurd. 8.5 new positions. I mean, you know, we could get rid of those 8.5 positions and come in with a flat, you know, uh, budget and no mill increase to any of the taxpayers in this town. Uh, you know, I, I you know, I'm, I come out against the budgets all the time. Um, you know, up in Columbia, we did our budget and uh, I was one of the abstaining members on it that said, no, you know, it's too high. Uh, but it, you know, hey, that's me. The other people want everybody to pay money, or uh, let the budgets go up, and uh, so they did. But I, you know, I think this is ridiculous. And the town hasn't grown uh, by leaps and bounds. We're not. We haven't put in a whole pile of new roads or anything like that. We need eight five positions. Uh, you know, I I think it's absurd. But that's me. Uh, you know, I don't like to see taxes go up. I, I really want you to keep your money, you know, with the cost of uh, living and gasoline on the way up, uh, inflation doing what it's doing and, and so on. Uh, here, here's a great opportunity for you to take control of some of these items and say, no, I've had enough. I don't want to spend anymore. I'm struggling. I want to keep my money, you know. Uh, so anyway, that that's where I'm at with that. And, um, you know, I, I, I think we should be able to vote on a state budget. But, you know, there personally, there, there are some problems here. I, I think you should be a registered taxpayer to vote on a budget. I think you should have to have skin in the game. Well, I don't know. It's it, this has I always didn't been ask kind of you. I'm only teaching you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, but this is this is this has been honestly, this has actually been a long debate in this country for years and years and years as far as like voting rights and things of this nature. And people have, uh, in the past, historically, now of course nowadays you can't really bring these conversations up, but there have been questions about should people, if you're gonna be allowed to vote on anything, period. Should you be a taxpayer? Well, like, should you have skin well, in the game? Well, you know, I'm just talking a budget here. You know, if you're going to want to vote in, um, you know, uh, national elections, state elections, you know, for people in offices, you should be a citizen. Okay? there You should have an ID that says you are a citizen. Well, there was like this – I remember there was this Robert Heinlein book, uh, an old science fiction writer who had talked about, like, in order to vote, you had to have served in the military of some capacity. And otherwise, you were denied the right to vote. That was the whole theme of the Starship Troopers. But, like, this was like a very, very deep-seated 1950s libertarian argument that, like, we, we were allowing people 
uh, and, and this is kind of the thing that a lot of Democrats get angry about because they point people point out the fact that to a certain extent, welfare is almost like buying boats. Oh, well, it's not that, but well, it is that. Yes, it is. Right. But the other thing, too, is, it, it you know, it's a form of mob rule. Yeah. And, and we see what's happening with mob rule in uh, cities like Chicago, L.A., Mm-hmm. New York. I mean, you know, to to watch that police officer just standing, you know, on the side of the street, get have somebody walk up and hit her in the head with a bottle. I mean, yeah. you know, there, there's a real problem. And, you know, ho- hopefully it's Bragg, right? Yeah, Bragg. In, in New York. That that person should go away for a good long time. I wonder what he's going to do there with that well, one. He's not going to do anything. Well, you know, it, when you start picking and choosing on who's law – who you're going to prosecute and which laws you're going to enforce, we have a real problem. Well, the, the problem Bragg has is that th- there are certain things. It's you you have prosecutorial discretion in, in prosecuting up to a point. You you cannot choose not to prosecute. You can choose what type of sentence you can seek to, within limitations, but you cannot choose not to prosecute if a person has broken the law. You are legally required to prosecute, and and so therefore it's and it's a disbarable offense, uh, if if to, depending on how extreme the situation is potentially. Well, that, that doing this, so he should be disbarred. Is what he should well, be. Well, you know, you very well could be right, but you know, nobody's held uh, accountability today. You know, mm-hmm. we've had conversations, and I I know a lot of people out there, you know, walking around watching the news. I don't care who you're watching the news you know they're showing all these things that are going on what's going on with this country i mean when you have the president of mexico to tell the united states we got a morality problem going on well something is really wrong well i just gotta say one thing about mexico because mexico the mexican president needs to be very careful because there might be a lot of americans fleeing down the southern border soon He needs to be careful about. He's like, we might be immigration going the other way. Well, the illegal immigration that is, Americans fleeing America. Well, depending on how bad things get up here. Well, I I don't think things are going to get that bad. But you know, if you can't heat your home or something like that, but uh, you might want to head to a warmer climate. (laughs) But I I I think Florida will see the largest influx. You know, in the it already has. Right. Well, you know. Um, the, the other thing too, is, uh, you know, it was funny, uh, Gavin Newsom was in Florida and he really, he, he got booed out of that state. Gavin Newsom? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. That man's a joke. That man got recalled by his own state. Yeah. You know, but, uh, and, uh, let's see, we, t- no, I don't want to talk about people going for president cause it's way too early at this point in time. But uh, a lot of things Wait, going on. Who are you talking about? Well, he had Kennedy throw his hat in. Well, let's talk about that. That I mean, I was actually surprised. You don't think? You, I mean, I know it's too early. I know it's early to be having these conversations. Well, there, there are a lot of a lot of people, you know, uh, uh, younger than I that don't even recognize, you know, the Kennedy name mm-hmm. or the dynasty that it was way back when, mm-hmm. you know, um, and things like that. So, you know, I don't I don't know if his name's going to do a lot for him. Well, um, I think it's you know the one thing I like about him is he's was um, other than being a Democrat is um, he was against the vaccines. Well, it's not just that. I mean, the man's the man's he he sounds like he's the first politician in a long time, like professional, like the old school 
politician in a long time that made sense. I wish we had some clips of him. Uh, we don't have him right, right here, but like it, he he made he sounded like he, sensible. I I don't know. This the younger generation is going to have a hard because he has a, a, a physical disability because uh, of a, of an illness, and so he, his speech pattern is kind of off. So like I don't know if because Gen Z tends to be very superficial, they tend to be. So I don't know if that's going to hurt him with them or whatever. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. Oh, wait, but wait, wait a second. How, how can he have a problem? And we have this uh, senator from Pennsylvania. I, I can't remember. Well, he's he's mentally incompetent. That's a different issue. <laughs> well, I, there's, there are other issues. I I would say the president's got that issue. Well, he, but, that's you know, also true. But no, the problem is the, the the problem with 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 Biden and Fetterman is that both of them are you know within the establishment. RFK Jr. is an old school Democrat in the mold that the Kennedys were, and you know he. You know, he, he, he came out swinging against the military industrial complex. He came out swinging against uh, the deregulated uh, pharmaceutical industry and how there was like zero regulations and controls around them, specifically regarding vaccines. And, uh, you know, came out against the war in, in Ukraine and how it was being handled and how it was not a humanitarian war and that was just all about regime change, which we have no business being involved in regime changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all sorts of things this guy's come out against, which puts him at in, – in the in, if you're a Demo- traditional Democrat, assuming that's what you are, this guy should be – you should be going bonkers to the moon with this guy. This guy's he's, – he's a Democrat in the way Democrats have historically always been. Or you're going back to the '60s now with that yeah. kind of Democrat. I mean, okay. this is this is this is the way they were. Yeah, this is what they were all about. They were they were they were they were anti-war, uh, pro-worker, uh, pro-regulating uh, business, and not allowing the system. I mean, he he openly referred to the system being a socialist plutocracy for the rich and a cold capitalist system for the poor to keep the poor poor and the rich rich. And well, I, where the I, government chooses winners and losers. And that's like, it's like, it's like, this should be music to everybody's ears if you're a Democrat. Well, you know, I, I think a lot of people out there are starting to see what's going on and realizing, uh, you know, that the government's broken. Yeah. Okay. And it's been broken for a long time. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, it's broken. It's not oh, absolutely. Working. It's not getting the job done. Um, and this is one of the problems when government gets so big. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, um, there's just so much going on. It, it looks like our senators and uh, representatives, they don't legislate anymore. I mean, you know, th- all they're doing is having hearings and trying to get to the bottom of this and that. They should be firing all these people and starting over. Get rid of these people. You know, Merrick Garland, he needs to go. Can't they get rid of him? I mean, the House can't. The Senate can't. Well, you know. These people need to go. I mean, Mayorkas. I mean, I've been watching some of those hearings. I mean, it's crazy. You got um, our um, gentleman from Connecticut there in charge of education. I can't. Yeah, yeah. and he can't define a woman. I, I mean, this kind of stuff is absolutely absurd. I mean, if, if we have people in the government that can't do something as simple as that because they want to cater to some extreme one hundredth of one percent, you know, tile of people, they don't need to be there. They need to be gone. 
I mean, you know, there, there. I forget what the number is for, um, you know, millions or billions of people in the United States, but um, you got to look at the whole place, not, you know, uh, these small, small numbers. Yeah. And, you know, we're letting these little small, small numbers that are jumping up and down and uh, rabble rousing and actually destroying property. They're doing everything that the Democrats seem to be would say they're against, but actually um, push. Okay, you know, I don't think the country has a racism problem, but, you know, they're never going to let it die because they think it gets them votes and things like that. You know, I mean, uh, you know, you, you drive around town here. I don't see it. You know, I don't know people that are like that and this and that. Do I think it might happen now and then? Yes. But, you know, it, it works both ways, depending on where you are. I mean, yeah. you know, I, uh, I, don't, I don't think I would feel safe walking around some parts of Chicago or New York, you know. And um, actually, I don't feel safe walking around downtown New York. And, you know, it did, and that's not a race well, I, thing. Uh, no. It's just a— in fairness, I don't think anybody feels safe, regardless of what race you happen to be, walking down any of those streets right in New, now. In New York. Well, or Chicago. Well, you know, to watch that, off, I think I said this already, to watch that officer get hit by a gentleman with a bottle while she's just standing there, I mean, that person needs to go away. I mean, you know, they know who it is. They caught him. He's been a habitual offender. And, uh, yeah, that kind of person needs to go. Yeah. I mean, they need to lock them up. We we need to put them in the prison and uh, let them figure it out and leave them there. Yep. You know, so this has been I mean, well, the, the thing is, I don't, know, I don't know what to say about this because it's 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 one of these. Well, they, are, are, are we a country of laws and order or are we not? Okay, if it, if you then it, it's okay for people to go out and break the law. Maybe they'll get prosecuted. Maybe they won't get prosecuted. So is it or you know uh, when you say to uh, people that have a criminal bend or want to break the law, um, well maybe we'll prosecute you. Maybe we won't. I mean they they laugh now and say we'll be out of here before you finish the paperwork on the arrests and well, things like that. This is the thing that people don't really. I think this is kind of one of these these difficult subjects because what I, in my opinion, I think what happened is is people became complacent since the '60s, and they you had this gradual secularization and removal of religion from the public square, and as that got removed, society became secular, and everybody assumed. That because well, there's the crime rates technically going down. Well, no, it really wasn't. No, it's not being what reported. Was, well, it wasn't. Not just was it being reported. It was also the fact of the matter is that people were going up in in uh, sentencing. The the sentencing structure was being changed. Yep. It was increasing. They were putting people away for longer. Uh, they didn't stay. They they didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, people didn't just get released like they used to be. And so you had less repeat offenders on the street. And then everybody thought, well, oh, my goodness, well, maybe we need to adjust things. Because, I mean, the United States has a very significantly large prison population. But the problem is, unlike other countries which have large prison populations, like in other countries, people – there's a disproportionate number of people who are there for political reasons versus – actual breaking the law. Well, yeah, no. If in the United you're, States, you're in China or Russia, you, yeah, could, exactly. you, you could be a political prisoner in a gulag somewhere. But in the United States, you have a everybody in the United States for the most part 
uh, is in prison for real good reason. Well, you know, and really, you know, uh, the way we're going right now with, with politics and the way the uh, uh, courts have been uh, politicized, it might start happening where people go to prison for their beliefs and on and on. And well, that's like that's that. starting to happen a little bit, but I will say this: that it's there's no denying that people took for granted this, and as soon as they started, the liberals started lifting their hands on these sentencing structures. The crime rates in all these cities where they did this skyrocketed, and so that was what the real crime rate is. And nobody's allowed to con- have a conversation about the cultural rot because that can't be fixed by laws. No. You can't regulate culture. No. You just got to have people, you know, you have to have conversations about virtue. You have to have conversations about metaphysics and the meaning of life. And they've removed all this from the public school system. They've removed it all from education. They've removed it everywhere. And we're, you're not allowed to have the conversation anymore in the general public. And that's what's going on. And it's been going on for years. It's just that now it's in everybody's face and you can't ignore it anymore. Well, no. It, it, and, uh, you know, it, it's happening at home. It's, you know, the amount of people that are getting uh, attacked in their driveways has yep. gone up. I mean, you know, uh, out in Hebron, they're having, uh, uh, you know, stuff stolen out of people's yards. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it happens here. A uh, lot of stuff goes unreported. Yep. You know, it doesn't make the newspaper. It doesn't make the headlines. Uh, I think the crime rate's a lot higher than what they're telling us. And, uh, you know, the, the, you're right. We do we do have a very large uh, prison population in this country. But you know what? Um, if it's a deterrent, it, I think it needs to be used. Well, what I'm saying is, is that what I mean by saying we have a large prison population is that if you went back to the 50s and the 60s, you didn't have quite a significant prison population. And the reason is is because the culture in the 50s and 60s was healthier. And so the people, if they did commit break the law, they automatically had a cultural deterrent already in place because they had a value system that prevented them from crossing that line that does not exist today. Well, you you know. And and you see it. You you just, you see it. I mean, for instance, I mean, a good example. I remember uh, the the African-American economist, I want to say his name is, oh gosh, Cameron Williams, he wrote Race and Economics, but he talked about this situation where he, he pointed out the, the, the issue that African Americans had greater economic upward mobility between 30s, 40s, and 50s than they, do, than they did in the present. And he said, now, in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, there's no denying that America was a lot more racist then, and there was a lot more hurdles for African Americans to get across, but... In 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 the um, in the current times, despite the fact that there's less racism, economic African Americans have far greater hurdles against them. But the thing is, what's changed? The breakdown of the family. That's the difference. That's the only difference. Okay. Well, you know, I, I think there are and more religion. Thi- I, I think there are more things going on there. But you know, uh, the interesting article. No one's above the law, but. You know, we've got this. We've got states that are, you know, uh, turning a blind eye to federal laws. You know, the marijuana law in particular here. It's still against the law federally. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I wouldn't expect the feds to come in and try and enforce it. What I'd expect them to do is cut any kind of funding coming to the state, much like states want to cut funding to this, that, and the other thing. But well, I, I'm not, I'm not going to fault anybody for wanting to. Uh 
well, smoke I, I, a joint right I, now I, you in, know, in I, the I, way the economy's I, going I, at this point. I, you know, I'm not saying that, but if we are in national laws, then shouldn't even the governor of the United States and our elected officials be obeying the law? No, absolutely. I, I mean, I mean if, if they're not obeying the law and they're setting that type of example, why the hell are we got them? Right? I would rather them. I, I mean, I, I understand you what would, you're saying. I heard that. You would ra- rob a bank. No, I said I would rather. <laughs> God, at this point, why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, seriously. Well, there's, no the mo- there's no money in the bank anymore. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. There's not going to be a lot of money. I mean, gosh, if the if the if the uh, if the Biden's if the Biden administration gets its way and the the uh, the the petrodollar disappears, then the banks are not even going to exist. Oh no, I don't want to go down that road. That that you know, uh, people are not prepared for that type of thing. And I, you know, some people say it's just fear mongering and this that. Oh, it's very real. Well, I, you know, and that's fine. And for all those people that are get caught off guard or, you know, don't think it's going to happen. And and you know what? I hope the heck it never happens. All right. But if it does, you know, say la vie, it's, it's going to be ugly. And, you know, when you start reading things, I mean, you know, one of the things I'm always doing is looking to invest. Uh, places like that. And right now the T-bills are at what, 5.15% for a 90-day T-bill? That's pretty darn good. Jeez. You know, and uh, when you look at banks uh, that are, you know, if you've got money in a savings account in a bank, you're an idiot right now that's paying, you know, 0.01% when you could be in the T-bills, you could be in a high-interest, uh, you know, int- uh, savings account. I mean, uh, was it Marcus and um, some? Why can't can't think of their last name? But uh, a one-year high-yield, you know, uh, savings account from them where you tie it up. It's like a CD uh, for a year. They're paying five point one five percent and things like that. So there are a lot of places to go put your money to make it grow. And if you're not making your money grow, you're going backwards today. But, you know, how, how do banks uh, lend money if they can't get it cheap to lend out? You know, so we've, so we've got a whole pile of economic problems there from people wanting to buy houses that can't afford mortgages, you know, driving the prices up. And, of course, people can't get the mortgage. Housing prices are going to come down. So, yeah, there's a lot going to go on in the economy, I would say, in the next year, year and a half. Well, that's assuming the government will allow that to happen. They're going to they're going to print money like it's cocaine. They're going to kill. They're going to kill the dollar. Really? I, I, I have no idea. You want to talk about cocaine? We'll talk to Matt, but we'll be right back. Welcome back to Republic Forum. Uh, you know, we, we came in with a song on the conversation we had on the way out. I think Matt, Matt's smiling right now. Jeez, I, I don't know. And Bobby James is over here. is rubbing his nose. Yes. <laughs> anyway, just teasing. Yeah, we're having fun in here. You know, and, uh, I'm surprised uh, the smoke detectors haven't gone off. But anyway, the... Um, 
Where were we? Any, anyway, I, I, I forgot. Oh, let's talk about classified documents. You know, it, it, you know, it, 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 to everybody out there that's listening, you got any in your house? Because they seem to be everywhere. They're on the Internet. They're at oh, Joe's yeah. house. They're at Donald's house. They're at uh, Mr. Pence's house. They're, you know, uh, they're at Harris's house. We know they're, they're everywhere. They're probably at Hillary's and Bill's. And no, no, no. They're not Hillary's. Bleach bit. Oh, please. Yeah, that she, there, if you were to go through all those properties, you would probably find things. I mean, you know, Wieners probably them got them, too. Well, we don't want to know what the classified documents <laughs> Wiener has. And, you know, all the way down to the bushes and on and on. I mean, there's tons of stuff out there, I'm sure, circulating. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I've been paying some attention to some of the uh, uh, documents that were just leaked by this uh, young Coast Guard person and um, reading some of this stuff. It's really interesting because it, some of it's contradicting what we're being told about what's going on in Ukraine and all the money that's going over there. And where's all the accountability on, you know, the billions of dollars that's going to Ukraine? Well, the funny thing about that is, is that. Well, it's not funny. Well, I mean, I don't mean funny in that sense. I mean, like, the, the interesting thing about that is that if you were paying attention to the troop movements that are readily available online, like, they actually, they're, they're, they're websites that follow the troop movements, none of this would be a surprise to you. Like, it has been abundantly clear from the beginning, Ukraine has consistently been losing this war from the beginning. They're like, they, they never, ever, ever were ever winning it, except for every, every so often we would dump something or do something ourselves. The, our, our own country would do something, both people, our own people on the ground. Well, that, wait a second. We don't have people on the ground. We got a, we got a dozen. Supposedly. We, we got a dozen people in our embassy over there protecting our diplomats. That's what we've been told. Yeah. Oh, abs- that's what we've been told. But like well, now the classified documents say that if, the other thing. If we've got American soldiers on the ground over there, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but Putin would be right. This is a proxy war now. It's totally a proxy war. Yeah. It's been a proxy war from the beginning. Okay, so you know, in, 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 but they lie to us. Why not just come out and say it? Well, because if they if if they came out and said it, then you know they what? would actually have to vote on it. Oh, geez, imagine that. I mean, once, once again, can we break rules and laws, and and can we uh, not have any accountability? Every generation needs their Vietnam. Jeff. No, no, they don't. You know, it'd be nice for a couple of generations to go by and not have a conflict like that where we were out there killing people. I mean, is is it the military complex that needs the money or who who's where's the graph going? I mean, it, it's billions of dollars that are going out. Well, even before even getting into the whole billions of dollars thing, you have to like the thing that's upsetting, really, really upsetting is that these the Ukrainians are being butchered. And they are, they've been butchered to such – I mean, because the, the, the communist system left them in a demographic winter, demographically. Like, the younger generation is, is smart, far smaller than the older generation, far, far smaller. And now, with this war, they're even worse off than they were before, and they were already heading towards demographic decline. So – you know, this is this has been atrocious, and our government has been accomplices with this. Not to mention, you know, Zelensky's a, a, a nut job that's been radically persecuting Christians in that country. He's been he's been harassing uh, Christians all over the place. So, I mean, I don't, 
I don't know why we've been supporting this 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 dictator the whole time. Not well, to say that Putin's any better. He's a freaking dictator too. Well, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to uh, jump on his side by any stretch of the imagination. But um, no, over- but it's Vietnam all over again. You had the North and the South. Neither side's particularly good. You don't want neither side's good. We're defending we're defending one dictator against another dictator, and both are awful. <laughs> okay, you know it, it just doesn't make sense anymore. You know, it's, do we need to stop Russian aggression? Yes, you know, but once again, you know, if it's going to cost all the Ukrainians their lives and all their young people, and you're right, that'll put them in a in a we'll call it a, a winter of of sorts. And uh, it, I'm just surprised that it's taken Russia so long to to do things. You know, granted, you know, some of their hardware might be old and, and their army not, might not be as big as we thought it was and on and on. Um, but they're right there. I mean, all they got to do is drive across the bridge. Yeah, but if you have the United States involved and you have all these other countries involved and there we, we actually have people on the ground, I can see how, you know, Russia could be held back. But... The other thing to keep in mind, and this is something else that people don't realize, is that China's not going to move and support anything unless they know right out the gate it's a 100% guaranteed win. Oh, absolutely. And, they, and now that well, they've thrown their weight behind behind Russia, they know, you know, you should know anyways, that they've already won. It's just a matter of, you know, whether or not the world is going to acknowledge it or not. Well, you know, you talk about China. I don't think China's going to acknowledge that uh, Russia's winning. I think China's uh, really only interested in China— and, um, you know, when you look at China and the economic uh, uh, war that they've uh, perpetrated on us, the United States, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I mean, you know, they have some of the largest farms in this country. Yeah, no. Th- that are Chinese owned. And, you know, they're draining aquifers to grow crops that they ship back to China. No, the United States, we are. Yeah. Biden is just selling America out to, to China, well, you 100%. know, it, it, well, yes. you know, some of it's Biden, but some of this has been going on for a while. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it's not just Biden. It's been no, a, it's other, been the Bushes. It's been the Obamas. It's right, been the Clintons. Right. You know, and um, it, it's a shame. But, you know, in there, there, you know, the old adage, follow the money. I, you know, it would be really interesting. And I'm sure a lot of people have lost their lives and disappeared. When they started doing this, uh, you know, on these uh, uh, investigating him, investigating these type of people and uh, where that money goes. And I'm not saying that, you know, the Clintons are doing it, but, you know, or anything like that. There's an awful lot of people that die around the Clintons. (laughs) Let's say it for what it is. Uh, By the way, I I I mean, it's speculation. I just want to say I am perfectly fine. I am completely healthy. And if I ever am accused of taking my own life, I just want to say I'm perfectly healthy and I would never take my own life of my own volition. That's what you have to say whenever you talk about the Clintons. Oh. You never heard that? No. Elon Musk did it. No. They all do it. Like, everybody says this. I mean, you guys never, you've never heard of that? No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't spend as, I guess I don't spend much time, as much time. That's the big joke. That's the big running joke about the Clintons. Oh, well, all the people that died mysteriously in their yeah. jail cells? Yeah, supposedly committed suicide. Yeah, okay. Like, everybody around the Clintons commits suicide. Well, hey, you know, they got a good thing going, I guess. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes it easier if they'll do it for do it for you. 
you know, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, Just like Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide. I have no idea, <laughs> you know. But, um, no, it, it, you know, just the lies that come out of Washington. And, you know, the media today, you know, um, I mean, we're, we're an opinion show. Uh, I don't necessarily have the facts on this. I don't have the resources to get facts on this type of thing. But, you know, you got the big news medias and on and on. And, uh, you know, a lot of the reporters now, it's all opinion. It's no longer facts. Of course, I, you yeah. know, we always used to think Walter Conkright was on the up and up, too. But, you know, who knows now? Well, you know, we found out what happened with Dan Rather well, yeah. and some of this other stuff. I mean, you know, what what about when you have uh, uh, senators lie? Look at the one from New York, you know, Long Island there that made up his whole resume and everything. You know, whether the people elected him or, or not, he should be gone. I mean, that that should be against the law. Isn't it against the law to falsify all those documents and Things like that. I, I would expect. I mean, and this goes to the morality, you know, or lack of morality in today's society, which is just going to continue to drive this country down. And, you know, the average person out there is just going to become a slave to paying taxes and being told what to do. I mean, you know, I've been uh, uh, doing a little reading on this AI stuff. It's pretty scary. Well, that's that's the big th th this AI thing. Well, first off, number one, it's not real AI in, that, in no, the sense yet. that it's 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 not a self-aware machine, and we'll never get to that point. But it, it the algorithm, which is what this is, and that is 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 very terrifying because it's controlled by a person, and all it takes is one bad actor to, to manipulate people like there's no tomorrow. I mean. Just look at right now. I mean, how many people even know what we're even talking about? Well, you know, the other thing, too, is a lot of people, you know, if you call your credit card company mm -hmm. or something like this and that, and it's press this for that, a lot of that is AI. You're yeah. not necessarily talking to a person. No, it's, it's any, an any longer. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, uh, you know, their word recognition, there, there's a thought process behind it that goes on. And, uh, yeah, it's all programmed. But, uh, no, you're right. They're not self-aware yet. I Look at the self-driving cars. You know, that's another form of uh, artificial intelligence. You know, mm -hmm. and it might be smarter than a lot of people that do drive cars that shouldn't be driving cars. But still, you know, uh, these things are coming. And, and uh, my, one of my worries is, uh, not that it's going to be in my lifetime, but when we start getting to this point, how do, how do people support themselves when they're lo no longer needed at a job? If you've got some kind of artificial intelligence uh, that's a little bit self-aware, that can make decisions, that can, you know, that does it on the facts, that hopefully isn't programmed to be emotional mm -hmm. and do it, what do people do for jobs? Because it, it can do it faster. If it can, you know, one entity, entity like that could probably run 100 computers or or a hundred printers doing stuff where you know you don't need the twenty five people to do it anymore. Well, I'm not really worried about that because I don't think we're anywhere near that. What I'm worried about. Well, your grandkids more, might. I only think my grandkids are going to be yeah. near that. Uh, I, I think we are much farther away than most people realize. Yeah, I don't think so. And the reason I say that, but what does worry me is that people will believe that we are closer 
than what we are and then therefore start operating their businesses. Like a good example is Uber. The back in the early two thousand earlier in, in I want to say the early two thousands where when Uber first started their, their their whole business model was based on the assumption that the self driving cars would exist and be available within two years, and they began treating their employees like dirt. They treated everybody like dirt. They were just nasty, and then two years pass, no self driving cars. We're not even close to self driving cars to being actually functional on the roadway yet. And, and and then Uber got hammered. but And, of course, they conned a bunch of investors into investing in this, and yep. they lost their shirt uh, on that on that investment. And so the you, you will have people – I mean, right now, nobody's talking about that these Internet companies are going belly up one after the other right now. It's just one after the other. Well, how many of these Internet companies are, are sponsored by China? A I'm lot sure a of, bunch of them are. A lot of the 5G networks are Chinese. But these – but people are being taken in, and investors are getting pushed in, uh, being conned into these bad investments by you know, stockbrokers and other players uh, on Wall Street and elsewhere. And you know, it sounds great, but you know, the technology just isn't even remotely close to it yet. I mean, just now, Elon Musk had his rocket go up and blow up. I mean. You know, and we're supposed to. I mean, this is. It shouldn't. None of this stuff should be that big of a surprise that we're not really as close as we think we are to these things. But people, being people, they like the flashy, the flashy new thing. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I I just worry about that. That people will operate and get conned into things that look a lot better than what they do. Until. When the money's on the line, all of a sudden, there's nothing there. Okay. Now, what, one of the other things I was reading about uh, th- this week was uh, China and Taiwan. Oh, God. Now, we, we know Taiwan and China are the largest producers of semiconductors in the yeah. world, the chips. Uh, you know, the chips that you have in your phone, the chips yep. in your computer, the chip in your watch, and the cars, and on and on and on. You know, and they've really been flirting back and forth with having something happen. And, you know, if something happens and the chip production stops, you know, um, it and your cell phone runs out of gas, you might not be able to get another one without the mm-hmm. chips for the new phone. So if you've got an old phone, you might want to go trade it in now and get a new phone in, in case something does happen. Uh, down the line, I but don't know. I don't know. I don't know how something hasn't happened yet. That, well, that's you know, it, whether it's two ships running into each other, or you know, two planes, or somebody does something stupid by accident, or maybe it won't be an accident. Did you, did you hear that? The, the uh, first off, number one, Warren Buffett pulled his money out of that chip manufacturer they're talking about in, in Taiwan. Warren Buffett pulled his money out, but that's not the interesting thing. What's interesting is that the one of the senators on the Armed Services Committee pulled his money out so somebody knows something and no. it's just I, this insider trading is gross <laughs> but i mean well they make a lot of money and, and and see unfortunately instead of governing i think a lot of them get there and after their first term you know they go in saying oh, it's you a know, business deal right it's all business deals mm. now down there and and you know you've heard me talk time and time again about term limits and this and that and of course you know they're not going to 
cut their nose off in spite of their face. But this is something the American public should be up in arms against. And it should be one term or two terms, and that's it. You're done. I mean, I'm not even sure. There needs to be more limitations just that. They need to be denied the ability to trade on the stock mar- stock market oh, while they're on. in you office. Know, where, what would Nancy do with all their money? That Nancy should not have that kind of money. Well, you know, we're as a public servant, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's gross. This whole thing's been gross. Yeah, I, I, I mean, just these people will go down to Washington, not having a lot of money, and then they'll leave millionaires. Oh yeah, this is this is disgusting, and then the whole family profits. Oh, absolutely. Now that being said, uh oh, I know I where mean, we're going now. <laughs> if if uh, hey. I'll do it. Go ahead. (laughs) This is so corrupt. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. And and it's sad because, you know, the average person that's working hard to put uh, uh, food on the table, they want their kids to get a good education and, you know, have some values and really believe in America, you know, and we still are, you know, a shining star. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's getting diminished. There's some tarnish on it. And this and that, but you know, I don't think we're done. I I think we're going to see, um, you know, an about I face. Right. I you know, I really do. I, I think, <laughs> you know, the people that watch the news and and uh, you know uh, are uh, listening to people that can't define a woman. You've got men in women's sports and this and that, you know. And actually, you've got some women in men's sports trying to compete and do things now. And well, you uh, don't really hear about those because they don't go anywhere. But. Right. You know, and all this gender uh, surgery and kids and how they're taking parental rights away. You know, I really think there's going to be, uh, you know, the public is waking up to a lot of this. And hopefully in 2024, uh, there'll be a big change. I, I, you know, I don't know who's going to be running, well, but the- I think there needs to be a huge change. And we have to get back to the values, you know, where this country was raised and, uh you know, make us that shining star again. Well, one of the funny things about just talk about change and how people are waking up. One of the interesting things I've one of the interesting stories that no one's really well they are talking about, but they're not talking about from this angle as much. Evidently, this do you know about Dylan Mulvaney? Yes, this guy from yeah. Evidently, because of this Bud Light fiasco, a lot more Americans who were apolitical, you know, were kind of dare I say, low-information, what are called low-information voters, are suddenly turning and becoming much more aware. And so I'm curious to see how much of an impact, because I don't think these people realize how much of an impact this is going to have. Well, you know, the interesting uh, topic there, Bud lost, they're losing millions. Billions. Yeah, billions of dollars, and that's Anheuser-Busch. And it's probably affecting a lot of their products, just not Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but you know these corporations and companies that sell products really do, shouldn't be in politics. You know they should put out a good product at a you know good price, market it to everybody. You yep. know and not do these little tricks and this and that that could bother people. You know uh, they were worried that you know they weren't reaching a certain audience. You know make it for everybody. You know, don't do things like this. I mean, was that was that the the, the line that uh, that uh, Michael Jordan used to say? Is like everybody buys 
uh, Nike, my, my shoes, Air right. Jordans. He, right. he like he didn't delve into politics because he didn't want to tick anybody off. He says both Democrats and Republicans buy the, the yeah. Air Jordans. Not you know, get into it. Right, human beings buy. You know, drink beer. Yeah. You know, wh- women, men, Democrats, Republicans. I mean, this was on bad. and on and on. This was bad. Oh yeah, but you know, it, it's 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 just like Disney getting into stuff, and you know, fighting with Ron DeSantis down there. I don't believe companies should be involved in this. You know, they, if they're smart, I think they would stay out of it because it's going to hurt their bottom line. I'm sure there are not enough Devin Mulvaney's or whatever. Devin Mulvaney, whatever. Yeah, to, is, to yeah. make up the difference uh, that Bud's losing. No. And they, they, the, the CEOs are in full panic mode. I don't know. I, supposedly, supposedly, the um, marketing VP who got this thing on track well i think it was a woman fired. wasn't it yeah she's yeah. been fired yeah and uh i believe she's been fired but it's it's too little too late i mean this bud light thing is blown and, but the the thing that i find very interesting is is that it has woken people up politically to what is going on and is changing tra- the trajectory of a lot of politics that a lot of people have that that have been pretty apolitical up to a point so i'm curious to see if you're going to see a wave of voters that were not in either 2022 or 2020 because of Dylan Mulvaney. Well, you very, it very well could be. I, I think there's going to be a wave of voters that are just sick and tired of what's going on in these United States and, mm-hmm. and start to demand accountability yep. and things like that. And we, we need to. If you, if you have an elected official, um, you know, you can bring a suit against them. They are, they can, if they break the law, you can sue them. Okay, you might not be able to criminal pro- criminally prosecute them, but you know um, they are not above the law. Well, they think they are. Well, yes, but you you know just because you're you know uh, uh, whether it be a town employee or an elected official, you can be sued. You can have a group come at you. You can have an individual. You know you don't have immunity from prosecution or anything like that. It's not that, you know, they like to say they do and on and on, but it's not really the case. If they want to, you know, if you want to go after them, you can. And there are a lot of cases out there that uh, people are being taken down. Yeah. So. No, it's, it's, uh, thankfully, hopefully there will be changes soon. Hopefully there will be changes. Well, I'll tell you, I I was a little bit tired of this cold streak we just got. It was nice out this afternoon. You know, doing a few things. Yeah. Hopefully tomorrow's going to be every bit as nice. Yes. And uh, I think we're going to get a little rain on Sunday, maybe. But uh, I think we've got uh, smooth sailing and good weather ahead. I, I put the snowblower away. You know, I took it out of the garage. It's now in the shed, you know, put away. Yeah. It's It's been retired for the year. Um, I don't think we're going to see any snow. And, uh, you know, Mike, I'm just curious if it's going to be a hot, dry summer. Well, we're going to – we've been we've been doing a little bit of spring cleaning at our house. The wife and I have been cleaning out the, the garage and the, the basement and everything else, just getting rid of stuff, getting rid of garbage, all yeah, this sort I, of stuff. You know, and it's, it's funny you do that. I clean out the basement, and I take everything out of the basement, and I put it in the garage, <laughs> you know. And then I got it. Then when I then come, you move it back then, into the basement. Then, then I'm going through it in the garage, and some things go back down to the basement. Some actually make it all the way out to the curb or the street or gone, gone. Yeah. But it, it, sometimes I think a lot of the cleaning for me is just more of a rearranging. 
you know, over the winter, it got, things got put in the wrong places, got a little cluttered. You know, the garage is cold, well, you know, so I don't spend a lot of time in there in the winter, you yeah. know, keeping everything exactly where it used to be. You know, kind of walk in, yeah. toss stuff in the corner and get back in the house where it's warm. Uh, so to well, speak. fortunately, we've we've been just getting rid of it. Yeah. So it's just it's gone, gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see. It's just you. What I have been doing, and I, I'll I'll tell you what. I'll bring them in. Um, my my pants are thirty four by thirty, and uh, I have a lot where the knees are gone. You know, I've just worn them out. Okay. You know, and this and that, so they're ripped. So if anybody would like to buy a a well used pair of Wranglers. Uh, would rip knees. Uh, how about sixty-five dollars a pair? <laughs> is, was, is that is that is that is that a bargain oh today? Well, what what do you mean? They, people actually no. go. I mean, uh, I mean, I've been to stores where they have these pants that are all caught up, yeah. and you know they're asking a hundred some odd dollars for them. You know, I, I'll give you. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the deal is with that, but yeah, you know, mine can come God. with paint on them. Not no paint on them. You know, on and on, just well worn. You know, and things like that. I mean, we, we talk about that now, but back in, uh, you know, uh, back in high school in the 60s, pants were like that all the time. And what did we do? We threw them away. You know, and today we could have just, you know, sold them for all kinds of money. Well, I, no, people are selling the vintage stuff. They are selling the vintage stuff. That well, is true. If it's, if it's true vintage, I mean, if you, you've you got the original 501, what is it, Levi Strauss jeans yeah. or something like that. Uh, some of the old, old stuff is, you know, but um, I'm a Wrangler fan, so, you know, with the seven belt loops, got to have all the belt loops, you know, mm -hmm. and the W on the back pocket. But uh, that that's just me, you know. That's good. You know, you, you look in my closet, and it's a lot of Wrangler. But, well, I just I just thought I'd put that out there in case anybody wants to I, buy uh, some well these warrant jeans. I'll pass, Jeff. All right, all right. Just... <laughs> I'll pass. I'm, I, I like functionality. Hey, well, you know, you know, like I, everybody else. You know, I, I'm just thinking if I if I can't be a senator, or the, uh, a vice president, or a president of the United States and make millions, you know, over the four years. I mean, I'll tell you what. If my officer manage manager lost me four billion dollars like they did in uh, with Budweiser, I'd fire. Her. I thought they did. Well, yeah, but if they well, I don't know if they did or they didn't. You weren't exactly sure, but I can tell you, I'd I'd fire no. mine. But anyway, hey, listen, why don't you all to enjoy the weekend? Have a great time. Uh, there go the motorcycles and the great wheelies, and probably nothing registered. But hey, what the heck? Their kids just out having a good time. The weather's nice. We can't call it what what they call it. Not a mob, but um, I forgot what Lori Lightfoot said. Just a bunch of rambunctious kids. Anyway, till next week, good night and God bless.